This episode of Tender Friends and every episode from Las Vegas is sponsored by Off the Menu. Eric, wouldn't it be insane if you could try a new food every single day? I mean, for, for everybody but you. If I was in the mood to do that all the time, this would be the perfect opportunity. What would you What would you like pay for an experience like that? A new food every day? A, a, not even a new food. A new a new menu item from a different restaurant every single day. Every single day, I would value that at about you know you spend from a restaurant you spend at least ten bucks, so that's three hundred dollars a month. That yeah, that is three hundred dollars a month. Yeah. Well, let me tell you about off the menu club. Okay. It's only twenty dollars a month. Twenty dollars a month. And what I said stands. You, you get can a free get meal a every free, day. You get a free meal every single day. This is what you do. You have to get into the club with our code. What's okay. the code? Our code is TND1. Once you're in the club, you just pay a $20 a month subscription fee. And every single week, the app will update with seven different off-the-menu items at places around LA. It's insane. I'm looking at it right now. Like There's a place, Chicken and Chips in Echo Park. You get a free chicken salad sandwich. They're on our list. They're literally on our list. Yeah. M- Hot Mother Clucker has been on that list. Hot Mother Clucker has been on the list. It's insane. And not only that, you get entrance into crazy events. Yeah. For the Prince Street pop-up was, was part of this? The P- Prince Street pop-up. Yeah. That is insane. And these are the same people that brought us Tenderfest. It's true. They are the same people that brought you Tenderfest. So they're doing it right in the food community, especially out here in L.A. So if you live in Los Angeles, definitely check out Off The Menu Club. Michael, what's that website? The website is offthemenuco.com. That's offthemenuco.com. Enter our code TND1 to join the club. Pay $20 a month. You're getting a $300 value. And you get to try food all over Los Angeles, which, let's be honest, is the best food city in the country. I think so. Now let's check out the tenders in Las Vegas. everybody, welcome to Tender Friends, the only podcast about chicken tenders and chicken nuggets. I'm Michael Walker. And I'm Eric Wilson. Welcome to week one of our Las Vegas road trip. An entire month brought to you by Off the Menu of us in Las Vegas visiting different locations. Some we have been waiting a very long time for. Some we just found out about and some we've just been excited about. There's one that I don't even really know anything about. Good. Yeah. I, I assembled all the places. I did some research. I cross-referenced um, where we're gonna go, who we're gonna who we're gonna talk to, who we're yeah. gonna meet. Um, and I think I, I collected a good assortment of places that represent Las Vegas, at least in, as far as tenders go. Yeah, and honestly, just walking around today, I realized we could probably come back here three or four times. Yeah, there's there's a there lot are of so places, many places um, that are not in L.A., which is great. And there's places that are only here. I mean, there's three Guy Fieri restaurants. Yeah. A, uh, Margaritaville. Yeah, there's a Margaritaville. A Fat Tuesdays. There's just a bunch of dumb stuff. It's Las Vegas, baby. Hey. The city of dumb stuff. Maybe before we get into everything, we should start with a little history and uh, maybe some fun facts about Vegas. I guess so. I don't know anything about it. Well, I looked up some stuff. Oh. We got to give some backstory, right? <laughs> no. Listen, you don't know what Vegas some is. Some people don't know You've what, never Vegas, heard of what is Las Vegas is. But we're here to tell you uh, some fun information, you know? So it looks like Vegas, you know, really started to become Vegas in the early 1900s. Okay, I'm trying to. Just You're with me. About, I'm trying to think about what else was going on then. 
1931, gambling was legalized in Nevada. And that's where everything, you know, really started to blow up. Okay. And um, Liberace made his Vegas debut in 1944. That's important to note because that's also gay history. Liberace? Oh, I was thinking of Fabio. Uh, nope. The face Very thing. different yeah. people. Um, and then, you know, and then the early 1940s and 1950s um, and the 1960s, that's really where everything started to blow up in terms of the casino and everything. And before sure. this, obviously, it was native land and then Spanish settlers came in. And it looks like Lincoln uh, made it part of the Union in 1864. Nevada? Yeah. In 1864. So that's when it officially became part of the United States. Okay. Um, John C. Fremont, who who Hey, was, that uh, sounds familiar. Yeah, named, obviously, Fremont Street is named after him. He came in 1844. So that's how, how you know, long he's been around there. He's oh, still wow. alive. Um, <laughs> and, um, and I looked up a site that had fun facts about Vegas, okay? Mm-hmm. So that's just a little history. Give you a little backstory. Sure, 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 sure. You know where we are. We're in the desert. Sure. But here are some fun facts, okay? Yeah. There are roughly 300 weddings a day. Okay. Whoa. A day? Yep. How many is that a week then? Um, I don't know. That'd be 200? 210. No, 2,100. 2,100 weddings a week. Damn. Um, The Luxor, which is right outside our window. Yeah. Um, That, to light it for an hour, the big pyramid and the shining light. Yeah. It costs $51. It equals about $15,000 every month just to light the outside of the Luxor. That light right there that we're looking at? Yep. Crazy. A giant light that goes into the sky. We just got back from these fountains, but here's an interesting fact that I wish we knew before we went. Mm-hmm. Gray waters abound. Yeah. Okay. It is not allowed, but you probably wouldn't want to anyway. Swim in the water structures in Las Vegas. Wow. The fountains are man-made lakes used... With gray water, which is actually recycled oh, water yeah. from sinks, bathtubs, and showers throughout the city. Cool. Bathtub water. Gross. And sinks. So. Mouth waters. A lot of spit. Ew. A lot of pee. Maybe some pee. If you pee in the sink. People in Vegas always pee in the sink. Do you not pee in sinks? Not always. Uh, you can make a cushy living as a bartender in Las Vegas. In other parts of the country, people in the service industry, such as bartenders and cocktail waitresses, may not make enough money to make ends meet. That's why you always tip your servers. But in Las Vegas, these jobs can pay out six-figure salaries easily. I heard that uh, you also could do that very easily working at a college bar um, maybe. as a bartender. I don't know. Our popular college bar on campus, I was told the bartenders made over six figures a year. We had one bar in our college town. Yeah, you guys were smaller. And it had one bar, so they probably made a good amount of money since they were the main bar. Yeah, the only one. The main, like, party bar. There was, like, a pub, too. Right, that's what I mean, yeah. we Yeah, the the big party spot. Yeah. Um, there are around 105,120 hotel rooms in all of Las Vegas. Wow, and we're in one of them. That means if someone wanted to spend just one night in every room in the city, it would take them 288 years. Whoa. That would be so boring. Yes. I am currently on the Park MGM. <laughs> Room 102 or 103 tomorrow night. This is Stick fun. around. That'd be a fun podcast. Rooms of Vegas. Every room in Vegas. Well, listen to me die over time. Sponsored by Casper Mattress. Yeah. Um, it's not surprising that people down on their luck tend to visit Vegas to try to get rich quick. 
This is, by the way, from LasVegasKids.net. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. It's like someone, yeah, this is like the safe website for when you have to do a report. Yeah. There are over 257 million rooms. No, no prostitution facts. Um, but even Frederick W. Smith, the founder and CEO of FedEx, saved his company by gambling in Las Vegas. When FedEx had a hard time paying their $24,000 fuel bill, Smith took the company's last $5,000 to gamble and managed to win $27,000 on blackjack and kept the business afloat. Uh, great. I don't believe that. I think that's a... that's a, uh, I don't know. That's one of those things that a company FedEx is says. still around. Yeah, well, sure. Good on you, FedEx, for gambling. Hey, listen, I gamble too. Yeah. I like to. So... A 25-year-old software engineer visiting Las Vegas put $100 in a slot machine at the Excalibur and ended up winning $39 million. This was the largest sum ever won on the Las Vegas slots, and the odds were stacked at 1 in 16.7 million. What an impressive statistic. <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know. That's the biggest <laughs> slot win. I'm trying to set the mood. <laughs> That's cool. Damn, how wild would that be? All you'd right, you know what? You'd have to probably bet on like a, one of those $20 machines where every spin is $20 to you get put that $100 in. Las Vegas is home. This will be the last one. We'll, get the fuck over. we'll go back to everything. <laughs> Las Vegas is home to 15 of the world's top 25 hotels. This includes the Venetian, Caesars Palace, and the Bellagio, just to name a few. Some I of the could, places we were tonight. I think those, those are acceptable. Okay, that's great that you give it your fucking stamp of approval. Well, I've been yeah, listen, I've been to hotels. Look, Vegas is fun. Vegas is a place to go. Oh, uh, we're very excited to be here, though. Um, we're super excited. This is our second road trip. Our first one, of course, was about a year and a half ago. We went to San Diego. Was that a year and a half ago? It was, yeah. We went November of 2018. Wow. Yeah. That's a long time ago. That is. But we had a lot of uh, fun episodes in between. And yeah. now we're in our second road trip. Hopefully, you know, maybe we'll do another road trip in the same year. Yeah. No, I mean, so, uh, we've been planning. We've been talking about doing this particular road trip, I think, since we started the podcast. Yeah. Vegas was always uh, definitely a location we wanted to go to. Yeah. That's exciting. Um, so we chose, um, let's see, I guess we should give the rundown of the, of the month. To yeah, we ahead. may as well. So there's five Mondays in March. Okay, that means five episodes of Tender Friends. So it's five from Vegas. But also in March is National Poultry Day. Oh, you're, you're not even going to, you're just going to drop it. I thought that was going to be a surprise. You know, maybe you wake up, people yawn. They think, what? I wonder if there's anything. No, I want to give it as much lead time as possible. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to uh, drop a bonus episode on March 19th, which is National Poultry Day. Um, and that will be the episode, the actu actually the first episode we recorded in Vegas. Yeah. Full disclosure, we've been in Vegas now for a little under 12 hours. Um, we got here at about 2 uh, this afternoon. We went right to Hattie B's and we ate with the legendary uh, comedian George Wallace. It was so much fun. We had such a fucking blast. The episode was so great. We're so proud of it. We can't wait to release it. It'll be out in about three weeks. Uh, 19 days because I think this wait I don't know when this actually drops yeah but I don't it'll know. be out March 19th um, so look out for that episode we're super excited about it um, but that's what we did first when we got here and then we went to our first location which is what you're listening to right now which was White Castle White Castle is something that I can't say I've been excited about to do on Tender Friends 
I feel like you've been talking about it though. You've been excited about it. I've been excited because first off, this is the only chicken that we've had in ring shape. Sure. Um, and that's fun. Sure. Um, and I also have a love for White Castle, but we have had a lot of shaped chicken. Yeah. Um, and this is this is a new one. Sure. A hundred and thirty something episodes in. I gotta say, I've only been to a White Castle once back in college, and I didn't even go inside. Yeah. So I I guess I've never really been to a White. I went with friends and I waited outside with other friends. There, it's a. Uh, I have an interesting history with it. It just like wasn't in my neighborhood, kind of like Sonic. And uh-huh. I feel like the Sonic and the White Castle opened up around the same time. Okay. And I had them that it was like in like early high they school. They both have a have a an adventure road trip mystique to it. Mm-hmm. It's like until then, like I, I knew it existed, but I had never seen one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then yeah, there's just something about the the little sliders. They're so good. Yeah, yeah. that's what you were most excited for. Were the yeah, sliders? Yeah. I mean, that's why you go there. That's. Sure. I mean, we can preface the episode by saying that you don't go there for the chicken rings. Well, you don't know how I feel about them. <laughs> I didn't tell you. I guess I, we should get into um, the history. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know anything about them. I suspect that Wait, let me ask you then, because I have their wiki, wiki pulled up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How old do you think they are? I suspect they're pretty old. I suspect that they uh, they started... Um, I gosh. don't think you're ever going to guess. I'm going to say the tw- uh, 20s. How'd you know that? <laughs> Well, because I know it's old. They're they're like one of the first. Nineteen twenty one. They're ninety. Wow. They're ninety eight years old. Yeah, yeah. They're one of like the first places like that. Wow. Um. So let's see. Uh, White Castle is an American regional hamburger restaurant chain with three hundred and seventy seven locations across thirteen states. That's pretty limited. Yeah. Wow. In Pennsylvania and Illinois, it was both, or you had it in college. Um, we had it in in Indiana. Okay. Yeah. Wow. We were fortunate to be uh, three of those states. Uh, its greatest presence is in the Midwest. Yeah. It has been generally credited as the country's first fast food chain. Oh, the first one. The first fast, Uh-oh. 1921. Is that a point right there? <laughs> that has to you be. It. Absolutely. That's a that. fucking that's point. That's a point. That's great. 100%. Look at what they've done. Look at, look at the, look at the, the trails that they've paved for all of the fast food places behind them. They ventured out into different types of cuisines. Different internationalities. But that's the thing, though. They really haven't branched out too wide, right? No, no not them. I'm just saying fast food in general. Oh, 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 oh. from this little from seed. From this little seed. Interesting. Um, yeah, that's pretty... I did. I would not have guessed that they were the first fast food chain. That's pretty crazy. What would you have guessed? Because um, it's like a, you knew it couldn't have been McDonald's because you've seen the founder. Sure. I would have guessed, let me think, actually, because I feel like if that was a question, I would have probably said Sonic. Sonic. Or maybe Rally's Checkers. Okay. I don't know what I... I probably would have... I honestly probably would have said Burger King out of sheer stupidity. Yeah, but you knew that White Castle was 1920. I I didn't I don't know when Burger King started. I could have I would have assumed probably around then too, somewhere hmm. in another region. Uh, it is known for its small square hamburgers, sometimes referred to as sliders. Yummy. The burgers were initially priced at five cents until 1929 and remained at ten cents until 1949. In the 1940s, White Castle periodically ran promotional ads in local newspapers, which contained coupons offering five burgers for ten cents takeout only. Oh my. 
that's, so that's like where like they they're popular for like their bundles. Uh, yes, it's the big uh, packs, right? Crave case. Yeah, I think a crave case is ten. No, a sack is ten. <laughs> a crave case is twenty. Twenty, and then there's something for the hundred. Diabetes, <laughs> death. <laughs> uh, on January fourteenth, two thousand fourteen. Time Magazine labeled the White Castle Slider as the most influential burger of all time. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Walter Anderson started it. Um, he was running uh, food stands in Wichita in around the 1910s, 1916. And then he opened up a diner and converted it into a streetcar. Um, after a second and third location, he was looking to open up a fourth. He met Billy Ingram. And together they started White Castle. It was founded in 1921 in Wichita. Um, and, uh, it started with only $700. Wow. I mean, everybody kind of starts with $700. Like, you know, something small. I moved to LA with $600. I can't remember how much I moved. Isn't that such a shit? That's a fucking, like, you can't. That's like the 1960s. I would have been okay. I can't believe, like, why did you think, did you not look up online? Well, (laughs) like what to do? We talked about this in the George Wiles episode actually a little bit, but I moved out here and then did not make it in LA yeah. in like the first month well, and, I mean, had yeah. to, and had to move back. So that was when you had $600. So the first time I had $600, I got to Las Vegas with $600. Okay. Still had to go drive to LA. Right. Um, and then but like get a hotel because I had no house. I had no job. I had no people to stay with. I had to do an extended stay motel. Um, Jesus. So I got to I got to Las Vegas, and that's where I met um, my friend Troy, who was shooting a, a show at the Mandalay Bay. And uh, he was like, "You have six hundred dollars." I was like, "Yeah, I'm ready, bro. Please don't go." Um, he's like, "You're okay. Uh, I need to let me call my wife and see what where like a cheap extended stay motel is." <laughs> like he immediately like helped me out. Um, <laughs> So I just wasn't I wasn't prepared. I was just so excited and ready to move yeah. that I just didn't prepare enough. I thought that I was like, "Give me a month. That's all I need is a month." I, it turns $600 out six hundred dollars is not any. That's like <laughs> it's less than rent. Four days. That's half of rent. You know who didn't fail on their first try with such a small amount of money? Who? White Castle. Seven hundred dollars. Yeah, good for them. One hundred dollars more. Yeah, back in nineteen twenty. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what that is now. Their first restaurant in Wichita was such a success. Oh, that's hard to say. Their first restaurant in Wichita was such a success that the company branched out into Midwestern markets as early as 1922. Oh. Anderson is credited with the invention of the hamburger bun as well as the kitchen as assembly line and then cook as indefinitely replaced technology, hence given rise to the modern fast food phenomenon. So, so like the ability to do an assembly line in a kitchen. Yeah. He came up with that. Um, due to White Castle's innovation of having chain-wide standardized methods, customers could be sure that they would receive the same product and service in every White Castle. Sure. They have, man, they have a long history. I'm scrolling and I'm only on 1959. I mean, they've been around since the 20s. Currently, White Castle is in Chicago, Cincinnati, Columbus, Dayton, Detroit, Indianapolis, Vegas, Louisville, Lexington, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Nashville, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Phoenix, and St. Louis. The first White Castle in the far western United States opened at the Casino Royal Hotel on the Las Vegas Strip hey. on January 27, 2015. That's not where we went. That is where we went. The Casino Royale is right in between Harrah's and whatever is on the other side of it. 
Interesting. Yeah. The, where we played uh, Austin Powers. Or no, what did I play? Willy Wonka? Yeah. That's the Casino Royale. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, we were there. Um, it was the first expansion to a different state in 56 years. Holy shit. I wonder why they haven't. And I've always wondered why they haven't. Because I, I, I periodically look for one in California. Yeah. And there is never one. It said that um, Vice President Jamie Richardson said that the store sold 4,000 sliders per hour in its first 12 hours. Of ever being open? Yeah. Because people get them diabetes cases. Yeah. <sighs> oh, like the one here? Yeah. Oh, okay. On yeah. that opening day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in September 2015, they started vegan sliders with dairy-free buns. Hey. Yeah. I think they do impossible sliders now, too. In 2008, White Castle began offering meat-free impossible burgers designed to closely mimic the flavor and texture of beef burgers. 2008? 2018. 2018. Okay. I was going to say, holy shit. They've been ahead of the game. Yeah. They were, I mean, clearly they were because, uh, you know. They invented fast food. I will say it sucks that you can't get it in California, but you can get White Castle sliders in the frozen section. You can. Yeah. And you microwave them, they're like I mean, they're basically identical. microwaved anyway. Right? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Mine was cold in the middle today. Ugh. Yeah. Disgusting. I mean, here's the thing about White Castle. I have never been excited to go because I know that their thing is sliders. I did not know that they did, that they did chicken rings. Yeah. But had I known that, I would have guessed that they were as good as they were today. And that was? Terrible. Yeah. Now, we'll get into the actual chicken rings in a second. This was my probably first time in years having just plain chicken rings. Uh Uh-huh. And you can see why. It's my first time ever. They didn't have it on the menu, but every time I go to get chicken, or every time I go to get White Castle, I get sliders and then chicken ring sliders. Mm -hmm. So it's like the chicken sandwich that you got. Um, but they basically took two chicken rings, put it on a bun, and then put cheese on it. That sounds stupid. I would sm- I smash those. Okay. Because of the cheese. Because of the cheese, yeah. You know, it's American cheese, and it's basically liquid. Yeah. So, you know, you're going to destroy that. What time is it right now? Almost midnight? It's uh, 11.54. I am so tired. I completely forgot that we had to record an episode when we got back. I know. We walked like five miles. You think it was five miles? I my my Apple Watch said five miles. That's the thing about Vegas. It's a lot of walking. So much walking because then you're like, oh, I can walk from this hotel to this hotel, but then you get into the hotel. It's another mile to get to whatever destination inside the hotel you're getting to. When you get to the street, oh, it's the worst. You're like, oh, look, there's the Bellagio fountain. It's like in fucking Lord of the Rings when they're like, oh, look, it's Mountain Doom, and it's yeah. like, oh no, that's another four months to walk there. Yeah, bud. like it's twelve bridges. Yeah, like Jesus Christ, it took. I, I do, like, I do like the bridges, though. It's a smart idea. I would love a bridge over La Cienega or something. I would love, yeah, that would be an amazing way to... Well, I still wouldn't walk across. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> like, for people who walk. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, no, for not me. But, um, yeah, I guess I'm thinking of as a driver, like, get out of my fucking way. I can speed down La Cienega then. Right, yeah, there's nobody standing on the yeah. street. Yeah. Well, I hope Mayor Garcetti's listening to this episode. <laughs> He's a big fan. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we went down to... Uh, we're staying at the Delano. Yeah. Um and uh, we went down, which is about two miles from here, to the Casino Royale, and we went to the White Castle. Yeah, went to the Strip. It was nice out. Well, before we went, <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. Yeah. <laughs> before we went to the White Castle, we gambled a little bit inside of Harris. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I lost I money, and you won money. I did. You won I am m- actually up right now. What you played roulette? I played roulette now, which is one of the games I play. 
you said that you weren't able to uh, teach me because you didn't know enough how to play. Uh huh. And then but, I. Doubled, but you know how to play. And then I doubled my money. Right, right. Before you. But but you here's the thing. No, no, this is the this is the part that I like about all of it is that so it's like obviously you know I don't know how to play and I you've told you told me like I know how to play but I don't know how to teach you and everything. When we're in the line to cash out, I said, "So I don't understand. What's your secret?" Mm-hmm. And you just turned around and you said, "Well, you put chips on numbers, and <laughs> if they hit the numbers, you get money." I was like, "No, I know. <laughs> what? Then, how did you win? <laughs> like, I understand." And then you just walked away. <laughs> I was like, "No, okay." So uh, what I do is, and I think this is probably what a lot of people do because it not only is it a good way to like make mon- your money back quickly? Yeah. Um, it's good. It lasts. Sure. It helps you last. So whatever whatever amount of money you get, unless it's like a hundred bucks. Yeah. Um, which most people who are like going there probably get like three or four hundred bucks out. Right, because they're like betting big. Yeah. So um, you get a lot. You get a lot of ones. You get a lot of dollar chips. Okay. And when the dollar chip hits, so let's see. I put two dollars on a number. Mm-hmm. And the number hit, and I got, I think, 40 bucks. Oh, okay. So so, so you, you put it basically- The return is crazy. If the table is a 15 minimum, you get $15 chips to spread out. If the table, it depends. So there's the inside, which are all the numbers, and uh-huh. the green dots uh-huh. are the green numbers. And then there's the outside, which is like this, the board split in three. So you, yeah, you yeah. can put chips on this top third, or the middle third, or the bottom third. Yeah. You can put chips on red. You can put chips, red, put black, chips on yeah. black or green. Um, you can put chips on the ro- the columns of the numbers instead yeah. of instead of the, the break apart in the middle. Um, so there's like different ways you can just like calculate to figure out how to do it. So, sure. yeah, so if the minimum is $10, if you play outside, you have to put $10 on the outside. Okay. If you play the inside... You have to put at least five dollars on, which means then you have to put ten dollars on the outside. Okay, so you have to break it up. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I usually put like one or two, and and so the, it's the border numbers you've seen. Yeah. You could put them on the line mm-hmm. so that you can get both numbers. You yeah. Put them in the in the set in the dot on the corner, so you can get all four numbers. But the payout is different if you do that. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the, the if you get right on the number, that's the biggest payout. Okay. Maybe I'll try it tomorrow. That sounds kind of fun. It's very fun because it's a chance, you know, the, the ball rolls. Sometimes Ooh. a number will come up twice. Sometimes ah. a green number will come up oh. twice. That's the worst. What happens if you get a, what's a green number? The top zero or double zero. What happens if you. Those are the biggest. Get that. You get yeah. a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So I like roulette. Roulette's probably the game I am most drawn to. Yeah. That sounds fun. What about. Um, I played craps. Yeah. Uh, craps because you you lost very quickly. Yeah, so craps is a game where there's like thousands of things to bet on mm-hmm. every hand, and you can put however much you. I mean, there's rules to how much you have to put, but like you can you can put as much as you want. So basically, I walked up and um, you don't even know what the table looks like, right? No. So I can't even really explain it to you. But basically, I just <laughs> walked up and threw down like a huge bet, uh-huh. and the guy immediately rolled craps. Like literally, like I put all of the money down, uh-huh. and like the one thing he could, he was not supposed to do was just hit crap, and he instantly did. What is craps? Seven. Okay. So okay, so basically, there's a pass line mm-hmm. that when there is no man, people listening to this episode that actually know how to play both of these games are probably tearing <laughs> their hair out. That's what I love about this. Um, 
So <laughs> you, I'm like, I don't know, put a dollar. Down. Right. Yeah. Same. No, I always like, I'll always just look at the dealer in the eyes as I do something slowly. <laughs> and if they're not upset, then yeah. I just keep going. Uh, I want to give White Castle, this, this White Castle, a point for having a casino in it. <laughs> yeah. L- listen, how could you not? I mean, the casino and the White Castle were barely split by a wall. <laughs> it was a rail. It was a rail. And then you walk, you walked literally from the White Castle to the casino. Yeah. I think I, I started gambling before you exited yeah, I was the White at, I was at, at the booth still at the table. Um, I would say, how would you rate the cleanliness of this White Castle? Mm, I would not even want to talk about it. It was a little cleaner than I thought it would be. First of all, the whole layout, it's like a its like a shotgun house. Um, you know what a shotgun house is? I don't know what that is. It's like, it's a row home in like Philly. That's what they call them, shotgun mm-hmm. homes, because you can shoot through the front door and, a, and the bullet will go out the back door. Okay. It's just straight. Oh, straight, straight down. Straight shot. Gotcha, yeah. Um, and uh, that's what this was. Yeah, yeah. Literally straight down. And then the the, the counter was like hidden. <laughs> that was weird. I walked <laughs> in and, and I saw, I turned, I saw a bunch of people eating and I saw like things that looked like White Castle and then I just <laughs> saw a casino. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. You no. have to walk through the casino to get to the White Castle. Yeah. And then back through the casino to get to our table. That's how they get you. Our cashier. Everything's walking through. My feet are killing me. Well, we walked like you hit so your much. you hit your uh, Apple Watch. My goals. Apple Watch was like, "Bitch, what you doing today? Yeah. You fat bitch!" All of a sudden, <laughs> walking around. Yeah, that thing hasn't hasn't read five miles since I got it. <laughs> it it blew up on your wrist. Yeah, I wish I had it in Italy. I walked sixty miles that week or something. Yeah. Oof. That would skew your numbers for the rest of your life. Yeah, I know. It's on my phone. It's like, boom. <laughs> and then every other day is like <laughs> 0.2 miles. You walk to your car, <laughs> which is parked behind your house. Um. So we ordered, and the prices at this one, to be expected, are much higher than a regular. Much higher? Yeah. They still seem pretty cheap. I mean, we got all of our stuff for like tw- less than 25 bucks, right? I feel like it would have been it would feel like it would have been even less than that. I mean, we didn't get meals or anything. We just kind of picked some random shit. And it wasn't that much. This is what we got. We got two sliders, one chicken slider, um, a six-piece chicken ring, a nine-piece chicken ring. Two fries. waters. Oh, two waters. Yeah, I guess fries that is. and onion chips. The water is probably where it fucked us. Those are probably four-dollar waters. Maybe. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would d- still give it a price point. Uh, I have to look at the receipt. Six-piece chicken ring. Uh, four ninety-nine. Three ninety nine, cheese slider. One oh, I got two of them. One ninety nine. Three eighteen for two. So that's yeah, that's Less even cheaper. Uh, two bottled waters. Three fifty nine. Six dollars total. Nine piece chicken. I'm ring. overshooting it every time. Yeah, you're overshooting it every time. Well, that's because you know you know though. I know what. You know that it's. Gonna, I don't know. Um, I'm not like adding up quickly to figure out what would be 24 hours. <laughs> He's counting the cards. Yeah. Uh, uh, large fry. Ooh, large fries. Um, large fry. Yeah. Four ninety nine. Two ninety nine. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. I just I it's twenty seven dollars. That's just a lot. You tip them? No. Twenty five eleven and then two dollars and ten cents tax. I I don't know. I'd still go to price point. Because you know the ones not in Vegas are cheaper. Listen, though, this is what I'm talking... Like, I don't... I want to get... Like, we should focus on the price of the chicken rings. And I think three ninety nine for a six-piece isn't that great. How much for a nine-piece? 
Four ninety nine. Five dollars for nine of those. Five, you know what you could get for five dollars? Like you get five dollars for nine of them. Yeah, but you could get two Big Macs for five dollars. You can get a twenty piece nugget for five dollars. Right. Okay. Like I just don't. I think that's like a ten piece nugget. You know what I mean? Not a twenty. I wonder how much it is. Let's look up. Let's look up a random White Castle on Yelp. Okay. And no, let's look at the one in Bloomington, Indiana. And then the see what their what their menu price is. Okay. This is and it's usually not what we do. This is not something we usually do because we want to stick true to the location we went to. But I think this is an extenuating circumstance of being in Vegas inside a casino. Well, you know, if any of them are going to have raised prices, it's going to be this one. Yeah. Let's do... This is one in Cicero, this area of Chicago. Fucking <laughs> seven photos. <laughs> People don't like to go inside of uh, White Castle and take pictures. All right, 120 pictures. It's the one in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is another one in, in uh, Chicago. Okay. Chicken rings. Yeah, okay. Here, a six-piece. It's three ninety-nine. A six-piece at this Chicago one is two nineteen. Okay. Nine-piece, three twenty-eight. Here, it's five four ninety-nine. Yeah. Prices are high. But if they're going to raise the prices, they're still not that high. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I just don't know if... <laughs> Do we give them the price point? I think, I mean, yes, comparative, comparatively, it's not the cheapest. I do think that this was still cheap. I think we can give it a price it point, worth but it? it's not a value. Is it a value? Yeah, Absolutely no. not. Is but it, it worth it? Price. No. Right. But I think it is a price we'll point. We'll give it a, okay, that's fine. So, yeah, that's what we got, and then we sat down and we ate. Um, but did we eat? Mm, not really. No. We didn't really eat. And this is why. Because it was awful. Um, it was awful. Literally every aspect of it was awful. Yeah. I didn't enjoy one minute of this meal. I think that they should shut down forever. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I just did not have a great experience at all with this location. It was dirty. It was smelly. The the staff was, the the lady who took our order was nice. Yeah. Um, I like the color scheme of White Castle. White and blue. Yeah. I like that little Little class of white and blue. Um, but other than that, the food was garbage. Yeah, I, I wouldn't around. expect you to literally ever like White Castle. No, and you know, I was excited to try it because I never had it before, but uh, I was majorly disappointed. Um, let's start with the French fries. They were fine. The, okay, now I will. There is going to be a couple things where I defend them. I think the ones here probably were fine. White Castle fries are be- amazing. Uh huh. They're so good. So if you are ever in the Midwest and you do come across one, just go to get their fries. Okay. They they have really good crinkle cut fries. They weren't they weren't bad here. Um and then let's go to the uh onion chips. That was fucking whack. I don't know why I ordered them. I think I just wanted to get something different because the bill was still pretty cheap. Do you um, eat onion rings? I like a certain kind of onion ring. <laughs> Not an onion chip. Not an onion. Well, I didn't know what they were. And I was like, are these going to be like clam strips where they're like pretty thin? So you don't really, you get mostly breading, which I'm like obviously into. Yeah. Um. So we got them and they looked like ap- kind of appetizing. And then I bit into them and it was just like too big of an onion chunk. Yeah. Huge onion chunk. Um, it tasted burned. They all tasted burned or like some weird. Th- my onion fell out, which I threw in that bag. Um, <laughs> and, uh. Uh, the, the, the breading was good, but like it's onion ring breading. It's nothing. So that's really what I got them for, but I didn't even eat them. 
Yeah, they were pretty gross. Um, I couldn't I couldn't do more than two. Um, and then uh, we got the chicken sandwich, which um, was not good. I mean, um, the f- you gotta not get it plain, and that's why. Oh, it a was slice not of good. American cheese is gonna fucking change the chicken sandwich. Yeah, because at least it's not a dry ass piece of chicken with a gross steamed bun. You at least have like a some sort of flavor no. glue to like change it a little bit no no no. that's not what i'm looking for i'm looking for the chicken (laughs) yeah no you don't go to white castle for the chicken (laughs) well you know then don't sell it then just be a burger place (laughs) in and out doesn't sell chicken it's true just be a burger place no one will fault you they go there for the sliders which in this case were awful right in this one particular case because they were cold in the middle i don't I don't know what was going on, if the microwave wasn't working or if the griddle wasn't. If the microwave wasn't. They probably do fucking microwave their food. I don't know. Yeah, they, this one was still cold in the middle, and that's the worst, a nice cold slider. Because it reminds you of when you do get the uh, frozen ones and mm-hmm. you microwave it, but you don't microwave it long enough. and It's, it's just so gross. The, meat, cold, the cold meat flavor is really disgusting. Sure, I'd imagine. So, uh, you know, that was a bummer. Yeah, because I was actually upset for you because you were so excited for these. Yeah, I mean... I told you to go get another one. Yeah. But then also, after I bit into it, I did also have the thought, you know, it tastes exactly the same as the frozen ones. Uh Uh-huh. So why am I upset? I can just get the frozen ones. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it doesn't fucking matter. That might be even better. It's the same shit. Um, But back to the chicken sandwich, it was was, uh, ground up meat. As were the maybe. chicken wings. Yeah, probably. No, not maybe. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and it was a weird shape. It was like an okay size, but I think it was a little too big. And I think with the for ground, the bun, with the ground meat, the bun was fine. With the ground meat though, or the ground chicken, it was too thick. For sure, it was disgusting. It was thicker than a nugget and a chicken McNugget, and that's the thickest ground meat. Can I'm be, trying to think of something to uh, compare it to, like a. <sighs> no, I don't really have anything good to compare it to. <laughs> It was bigger than a chicken McNugget. Yeah. With, uh, which it shouldn't be if it's going to be that, you know, for a slider and whatnot. Yeah. So I, re- I think it, it works better with the rings. If you're going to get a f- slider, they shouldn't serve this chicken sandwich. It's disgusting. Yeah. Maybe you know, 69 that. Is this 89? Six. It's not 69. <laughs> it's 86. 69 that. 69 that Eight, shit. Yeah, 86 that shit. <laughs> <laughs> 69 that shit. 69 that slider. <laughs> Put your dick in that slider. <laughs> That's what you do if you don't like it. Um, so yeah, so eighty six that, um, and then let's get into the motherfucking chicken rings, which you know I gotta say I knew I was going to be disappointed with, but you were still I felt like hyping them up. Where I was like, okay, maybe. And then I saw on the menu and I was like, oh, that's what they look like? Oh, I don't like? think I ever hyped up a chicken ring. I, you just made, you I just made up a White, White Castle. Castle. Yeah, exciting. I, love, yeah, I was like, like the burgers. good. And then I saw them on the menu and they looked different. I was like, oh, that's what they look like. Okay, maybe maybe they'll be good. Maybe they're like a fresh batter. Um, and then we got them and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, so I'm back in high school. They're trash. <laughs> These that, ones were soggy too. Sometimes you can get like a nice, you can get them a little crispy. If they were crispy like an onion ring. Yeah. They'd be great. If you go to like a... Still not great. Sorry. That was a bit hyper, hyperbole. There's a difference. The difference between what we had tonight and what you get if you go to a small town and you have them fresh, like from somebody who's mm-hmm. just made them, is that they're not much better, but they're definitely crushable if you're fucked up. Yeah. And these, 
I would not even eat if I was I, drunk. We didn't finish them. I would have a bite. Like, if I was, like, super drunk, I'd have a bite of those and be like, ooh, no. Combined, we maybe had four of them. Yeah. Uh, and then we bagged them up, and we bagged the fries up and the ch- and the onion chips and the sliders, and we gave most of what we ordered to this homeless man who came in. I got to say, we were like, let's pack this up and give it to a homeless guy as we walked down the strip. That guy walked in, like, 30 seconds later and yeah. was, like, given, like... You could see he was amping himself up to like go table to table. And yeah, he, yeah, hit, yeah. he hit our table first. Yeah, we were about right by the door. And he hit us up and he, we gave him a whole fucking bag. And he was like, I don't even have to go any further into this fucking casino. He just, just walked just up. turned right back out. Yeah, he just walked right out. Um, well, no one's going to give you food if you're walking around with a big bag. Yeah. Of- so I got to go hide this and go back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my tree house. This is the second time we've given a homeless person on our road trip a free meal. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, we, we like to give back to the communities we go to. That's true. Yeah, we do. So. The chicken rings just weren't uh, satisfying at all. They were also ground meat. They were undercooked. There was no crunch. There was no quality. There was no white meat, no tear. Uh, I got a, a bit, As soon as I bit into the chicken sandwich, I got a sinewy piece. So it was like uh, gross for the minute. I, I, I spit it out right away. I think I want to give them only one point, and what? that would be for novelty. <sighs> sure, I, I'll give them, I guess. I just like it's... It, they're different. There's literally nothing else like them. Sure. Um, but that's it. Well, let's get into the sauces because hopefully those help the the uh, score and maybe even the chicken, I would assume. Yeah, oh, definitely the chicken. That's the only way I was able to eat them. The first one that I was eating dry, I, like, I like, was like gagging on. And mm-hmm. then I was like, oh, that's right. I have honey mustard. Uh, their honey mustard is really great. Um, it's... Pr- one of my favorite honey mustards in the world in the world wow um and it's weird because there's not that much to dip in them because i don't get chicken rings but what i yeah. do is i put i used to put it on the chicken ring slider mm-hmm. um so yeah it's gross it really is gross white castle is truly it's something that i love but i'm not gonna go up to bat for it when yeah. someone talks about its quality or you know, if th- it's good for you, like it's it's certainly terrible. That is one of the things that is just absolute trash. But I like it. I think there's one thing. Would you give it a point? What the, the sauce? Mustard? I don't know because here's where here's why I don't want to because I still hated the chicken rings with the sauce. Uh huh. But it's about the what about the sauce though? The sauce is great. So you would give the sauce a point? I guess, but it didn't do enough to fix the chicken. So. Yeah, well, sure. the chicken was unfixable. <laughs> the chicken was unfixable from the start. Yeah, then I guess. I mean, their other sauces are pretty great, too. Did um, you get any other sauces? No, I didn't. How do you know they're great? Because I've had them. What are they? There's barbecue. There's a ranch. I don't mind that ranch. The fries are pretty good in that ranch. This isn't really a great, like, a a, a place where I really want to put sauce on anything. Uh-huh. I'm not trying to put sauce on these burgers, you know? I mean, it's interesting that they put out a quality sauce when their chicken is so awful. Well, I think, honestly, it's, like, very similar. The The honey mustard is very similar to, like, a Hardee's mm-hmm. or one of those really, really yellow ones. Like, the really artificial-tasting honey mustards, and that's why I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, <laughs> I'm sure they make their own because it's got its own white label or White Castle label on it. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if it just came from the same food service providers. Is the, some of the other good. I mean, fast some food. of them all do. Right, and exactly. They just slap a label on it. Right. 
So um, I quickly want to touch on Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Sure, yeah. I think we got to talk a little bit about that. I used to love that movie. Everyone that knows, it's a stoner comedy written by John Hurwitz and Hayden Schlossberg uh, and directed by Danny Liner. And uh, a little bit about the history of it and why they went to White Castle. While living in Los Angeles, Hurwitz and Schlossberg decided to write a low-budget stoner film and base the main characters on their high school friends from Randolph High School. They based the character of Harold off their real-life friend Harold Lee. Hurwitz got the idea to base the film around White Castle from his own experience, craving White Castle burgers when he lived in Pennsylvania for seven years. At the time, Pennsylvania did not have any White Castle locations, and Hurwitz had to have family members bring him frozen White Castle burgers from New Jersey. Hey. The filmmakers received permission from White Castle in 2002 to use the chain's name in the film. One scene that depicted a White Castle being closed was changed at the request of the company's director of marketing. The film was also supposed to feature a hunt for Krispy Kreme donuts, but the food chain, the food was changed to hot dogs when Krispy Kreme refused to allow the film to use their name. Huh. I don't well, thank that. God Krispy Kreme doesn't have tenders. Otherwise, they would lose a point for being a dick. Oh, my God. Can you, you imagine we tenders a, on a Krispy Kreme We went donut. to Krispy Kreme, though. We talked about it on the uh, Olive Garden episode. We had so much fun there. That was great. Um, Birthday cake donut? After we ate, we went to the Bellagio Oh, my God. Fountains. We didn't even talk about all of this. I know. Well, uh, we just went to the Bellagio Fountain. There's not that much more after. I mean, there were some wild just people like, on that strip. I know. I think someone got punched, but I turned around and missed it. That happened like three times. <laughs> okay. Um, like, I, like I feel like there were three times where we heard something and we turned around and then everyone was like, nah, it's over. It's, just, it's Vegas. Like, what the fuck? It's a Vegas thing. Uh, yeah, we went to the fountain, the, the big Bellagio fountain. I love the Bellagio because I love Ocean's Eleven. You're right. Yeah, for and sure. And obviously that's the casino they rob in the Ocean Eleven's remake. Uh, Ocean Eleven remake. And... Um, I always wanted to go there, but I've never been there. So we got to walk through that to find the Uber because this town, for fucking some reason, does not pick you up anywhere other than a hotel, which I guess makes sense in the grand scheme of things. But I learned something cool about the fountain. What about it? Um, so it is just like a regular hydraulic-powered fountain, uh-huh. but in the center, and that's why it sounded like there were explosions, mm-hmm. some of them are powered by water cannon. I would imagine. So it was an actual like, explosion. Shoot that shit like, high. It's pretty neat. Yeah, it was a it was a great show. They played uh, uh, all that jazz from <laughs> Chicago. It was a very gay fountain Eric, moment. Eric I loved got it. Got super excited. Yeah, I was singing along. We we were also taking a lot of video on this trip. We're su- super excited to do another. Uh, we'll do another video like we did in San Diego. Uh, we'll put that out so you'll see a lot of the things we're talking about as we go on this tour and this adventure in life. White Castle is our first location. Uh, I'm glad we knocked this out of the way <laughs> um, because obviously we know it's not leaving with many points. In fact, it's leaving with five points. Okay. Uh, that's all it's getting. That's and I think that is more than it deserves. Yeah. Honestly, for chicken rings, I would say four or three. Yeah. Um, oh, whatever. But here we are. We stick to the points. The points matter on this show. They're made up, but they do matter. It's the opposite of who's lying. Uh, <laughs> and we... Um, can't wait to continue this adventure. Um, again, we, we were super excited to have George Wallace already on the show. That episode will come out in a few weeks. Um, and then tomorrow we're going to record two episodes. Sunday we're going to record two episodes. And Monday we're going to Utah and we're going to hit up Zaxby's. That episode comes to you on April 6th. Michael, it's Valentine's Day weekend and we're spending the night together. Did you yeah. ever think you'd spend Valentine's Day with me? I'm sure it will end up with me out here. Yeah. 
I'll snore too much. You know, Most definitely. Touch. Our room is great. This is, yeah, this is a nice little suite. We're recording in a little business area. Yeah. Right We're on hey. a couch. We're very chill. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I got to say, I'm very surprised Ellen did not care that no, you were going to be out here for she Valentine's said, I Day. I don't give a fuck. That's what she said. Wow. Yeah. Valentine's Day is a made up stupid day. Uh, yeah, but I, I feel like she. It's not like it's an anniversary. You guys see each other so little. I would going, think yeah. that she would want to be around for a holiday. Yeah, I don't know. But hey, guess we're, we're she doesn't. Me. She said, "Fuck you." Well, she was supposed to come here. She, she should have came, but uh, she has a job. Don't we all? Yeah. Um. Yeah, it is Valentine's Day that we're recording this. It's President's Day weekend, so it's a long weekend, uh, and we are going to come back next week with another episode from Las Vegas. Um, thank you for listening to this week. We promise there are so many fun episodes ahead. So many cool locations. We have some more guests lined up. Uh, it's going to be a fun, fun trip. Seven episodes out of this road trip. Um, so get ready for many weeks of content from the middle of the country. No, not the middle of the country. Eh, it's more like the, the mid the south- southwest. Yeah. yeah. We're cowboys. Uh, shout out off the menu. Thank you again off the menu for sponsoring uh, this amazing tour. We really appreciate everything. Um, when we release the video, you can check out the link in the description. Um, but head off the menu and, uh, you know, you heard the intro. Everything is there. All right. That's it. Uh, follow us at Tender Friends Pod on Instagram. Tender Friends on Twitter. We'll see you next week again from Las Vegas. Signing off. Until then, goodbye. Bye-bye. Tender Friends.